Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. I'm speaking with constitutional attorney Mike Nolan about the anniversary of the adoption of the Bill of Rights This that happened just this weekend. So, um, Michael, we were talking about the... Uh, Article 14 and James Madison and how he was the Secretary of State uh, uh, and his devotion to spreading freedom of religion uh, in that capacity. What what were you about to tell us? Well, as he was Secretary of State during the administration of Thomas Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh, when the uh, ability came to purchase Louisiana, the Louisiana Territory, uh, he sent uh, James Monroe over to France to negotiate a treaty. And he gave Monroe instructions that freedom of religion had to be expressed in the treaty, and which had uh, the other treaties that the United States had made with uh, uh, Great Britain at the end of the American Revolution uh-huh. and with uh, Spain in 1795 to establish the border between the United States and uh, the Spanish New Spain, which is Florida and the Spanish territories in North America. Uh, did it keep, didn't it have any re- reference to freedom of religion? But Madison, uh, the, so what the treaty says, says the inhabitants of the ceded territory. Well, what's interesting about that, Mike, is that the Secretary of State under Washington was, in fact, Jefferson. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 Jefferson and Madison, Jefferson had proposed the first uh, religious freedom um, uh, statute in uh, Virginia. Yes. And uh, he couldn't get it adopted. And it wasn't adopted in Virginia until Madison picked it up as a state legislator and was able to push it through while Jefferson was the ambassador to France in 1784. Uh-huh. So uh, Jefferson drafted it, Madison got it adopted. And um, uh, so Madison always pushed the, this, this religious freedom. But the, the treaty of Louisiana says uh, the inhabitants of the, city of, of the ceded territory shall be incorporated in the Union and shall enjoy all the rights, advantages, and immunities of citizens of the United States. Now, it's not to say that a citizen of a state that they might be admitted as. But right. that they have the freedoms of the citizens of the United States, which were defined by the Bill of Rights, which were defined by the Bill of Rights, and then it added, and in the meantime shall be maintained and protected in the free enjoyment of liberty of their liberty, property, and the religion which they profess. And so, it's, if you look at that, that was a way I think that Madison was getting around the Senate defeating his religious uh, freedom, uh, prohibiting states from infringing on religious liberty well, and it's by in- writing that into the treaty. It's which- interesting to me, Mike, it's almost harmonic, because uh, after the Civil War, uh, John Bingham, a uh, congressman from Ohio, proposes the 14th Amendment which, mm-hmm. uh, instead of using exactly the language that uh, had been proposed in James Madison's 14th proposal for an amendment, uh, talked about, first of all, it, it made every 
one born in the United States a citizen, so that uh, the former slaves were now citizens and no one could contest that. And then it talked about how the privileges and immunities of citizens of the United States would apply to all persons. Now, that that was significant in a, on a number of levels because all persons means children, women, um, even uh, visiting individuals who were not citizens. And, and, and the Supreme Court, not long afterwards, included corporations. And that's, that's <laughs> well, there, there, there have been some mistakes <laughs> in the courts. <laughs> well, that, 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 that ship has already sailed. That ship has sailed. I'm, I know. I know. There's no, no pulling it back. In spite of the uh, terms of the uh, California Constitution of 1849 that said that, uh, you know, uh, if you were a partner or a stockholder in a corporation, you owed all the debts and obligations of the company. Oh, yes. There was very anti-corporation <laughs> provisions in the state constitution, as other states did. Right. But right. That's, that's exactly right. You, but you, you're, you're right. The, uh, the, the 14th Amendment is considered the uh, bulwark of restricting state action. and, and uh, But uh, it was adopted in 1868, and then only in the 1920s did it really become, uh, was the 14th Amendment in, uh, construed to incorporate the Bill of Rights into the um, restrained uh, state constitution, uh, state action. Well, that's because of the resistance to uh, the 14th Amendment by uh, large sections of the country. And, uh, but, but if you read the debates in the House of Representatives as it was being uh, drafted, it was very clear that that included the first, all the rights in the First Amendment, uh, even the Second Amendment individual rights of folks to keep and bear arms to defend themselves with, um, as well as, uh, you know, the rights to jury trial, etc. One place it hasn't been uh, extended to the states, as far as I can see, is the grand jury indictment. Uh, there's a guarantee in the uh, first ten amendments that uh, no person shall be uh, tried uh, for a crime unless they have been found by a grand jury to have uh, probable cause that they committed that crime. That's true. And so part of that is the, uh, uh, well, I think the courts reasoned that the, that the states have, uh, have a uh, sovereign right to kind of manage their um, uh, criminal um, process uh, as long as it's uh, meets um, you know a, a minimum basic standards of fairness and and under the constitution but um, but part of that is the, uh, the the last amendment of the Bill of Rights is the tenth amendment which says that the, the powers not delegated to the United States nor prohibited to the states are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. 
that uh, Tenth Amendment has been the uh, idea that, um, well, the states have uh, broad authority to manage their internal affairs, their police power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Less well-known, of course, and, and the argument is the last four words, wait, or to the people. What are the powers, what sovereign powers are reserved to the people? And um, the courts really haven't gotten, haven't, haven't figured that one out. There's a debate whether when we say people, do we mean the people of the United States or the people of, the, of a particular state? Well, that, that is an interesting debate, and I think uh, the Ninth Amendment may bear on that as far as a harmonic goes. The, exactly, that says, you're exactly right. The, as the, the Ninth Amendment says, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So the, the people is used twice there. One is in the ninth, which means the people in general have rights, and in the tenth amendment it's uh, coupled with rights reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I know uh, Justice Thomas has been claiming that... Uh, the Tenth Amendment means the people of that state and not the people of the nation generally. But uh, yeah, there there is a kind of it gets into a. a, a but then again, it's Madison who's writing this, and what is his what is his point? What is he trying to get through? And I think uh, I think he's trying to say that there is a certain there's a, a ability for. Um, well, I'll put it this way: the Freedom of religion was construed by the Supreme Court. The freedom of religion in the First Amendment was construed by the Supreme Court for uh, the first 60 years of the, after the 14th Amendment was passed. It was construed to mean, oh no, the, free, the states had complete control over religion. Sure. The states, the state, the, the First Amendment only applies to the federal government. We're coming up on another one of those hard breaks, Michael. So, uh, folks, you be sure and stay tuned. We're going to have more discussions about constitutional provisions that protect the rights of people to control their government and uh, to uh, have individual liberty. So be sure and stay tuned. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only at KNews FM 98.5.